This is Learning to Curse with Adam and Chuck. I'm yeah. not Chuck. I'm not Adam. This is, uh, this is Nate, our top quark. Great to meet everyone. Thank you, Mr. Bottom Quark. You're welcome, sir. He yeah. likes the bottom. So we're going to talk about some stuff today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, you know, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, quantum entanglement, particle physics, all them shits. Um, all kinds of stuff that this guy's Words going that to I don't understand. Enlighten 100%. our listeners on. Yeah. Um... And we're going to see if we can come up with some theories as to what that might be or what, what, how that pertains to what people might, uh, air quotes, call the supernatural. So The paranormal. Yeah, them, them things. Uh, and let's get a little bit of information about Nate here. Uh, you want to tell us about your, yourself? Uh, great to meet everyone. My name's Nate, and I've been a science geek for as long as I can remember. My first foray into science was uh, watching Star Trek episodes and, of course, Star Wars for you guys out there who were into that. Mine was Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, that's another great one. It was Quantum Leap until I realized what a Quantum Leap was. And I was kind of disappointed that all it means is that an electron moves (laughs) when it gets superheated. And I'm like, oh, that's a Quantum Leap? Okay. But it certainly sounds fantastic. It sounds really cool. It's a heck of a title for a show. It does present an interesting idea, though. i got to ask you guys, Chuck and Adam. Yeah. If you Quantum Leap into a woman's body, Mm -hmm. and you have sex with someone, Yeah. Is she cheating if that's not her partner? Or what are the implications of that? The body is cheating. Um, I don't think it's cheating. I don't think it's cheating either because yeah. no. you're possessed by an exactly. entire exactly. entity. The, the I mean, body's I will be honest with you. If, if I quantum leaped and I wound up into a woman's body, I wouldn't leave my house until I left again. I'd just be naked playing <laughs> with my boobs and my, my DJ my fucking diddles. Just <laughs> exactly. Going solo. Just Definitely be flicking the bean. Figuring Absolutely. it out for a week. Yeah. <laughs> So that begs the question then, if you could jump into any woman, who would it be? Uh, Roseanne Barr. Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'd do this podcast as Betty White and Roseanne Barr. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. uh, Long story short, uh, fast forward and I'm in, uh, in college this time. I get into an argument with my professor because math isn't adding up for me. Basically, there was a, a survey done where we measured all of the knowable and measured galaxies, everything we'd ever seen and, and collected either via radio telescope or by visual telescope, but the numbers weren't right for me. Not only that, it made other numbers wrong. So yeah. I got into a fight with my college professor, and so, because of it, I ended up leaving school. So basically, what what the incorrect math was causing it all to fall into place, but when you discovered or noticed that the math wasn't adding up, it knocks everything else out of kilter. Essentially, to a point, and then it changes the values of other constants, and it forces you to have to create things like additional dimensions, extra universes, and all kinds of other horseshit that uh, just wasn't making sense. So, and I basically, what I did to prove it out to them is I did all the calculations by hand, and double check them. 
with an Excel spreadsheet, which is a very laborious task, but nevertheless, the only way you can actually do it. And what I found out was that the estimate of two billion galaxies was short by a couple hundred billion galaxies. The real number is gonna be closer to two trillion. So fast nice. forward 20 years now, Mm -hmm. And uh, a paper is produced saying that, yes, we in fact did not double check our math. And for the last well, 20 years, we've been practicing with science that was incorrect. And they're actually closer to 2 trillion galaxies. Do, not you, do you remember anything about that? Um, when they, they, I can't remember the name of the telescope. It was a photo telescope that they had pointed off into a dark area of space with oh, a longer yeah. exposure and saw multiple galaxies, galaxies upon galaxies in yeah. that dark spot that we just couldn't see before. It that reminds me of a song, Chuck. Deep field. That's the one, Deep Field. Thank bubble you, sir. Deep Field Survey. And that Deep Field Survey um, confirmed radio telescope measurements that weren't quite factored in correctly. And the problem is one of measuring in general. Mm -hmm. When it comes to measuring, we get the foundation of it from geometry and also from land surveying. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to land surveying, we use a, a telescopic lens and a laser. I'm gonna interrupt you again. So, just to be on record, just I'm sure that you, you, you follow into this with me and Adam, but the Earth is round. Correct. It is not flat. Well, it's it's, it's spheroid. It's, it's a spheroid. Wait, it's an, Round's not it's accurate, because round is it, obelisk? would imply it's like, Or not obelisk, but uh, ellipsoid. Ov, ov, ovloid. Ellipsoid. Yeah, ellipsal. Ellipsoid. In fact, the way they calculate the shape of the Earth is based on gravity uh, measurements, mm. and it is called, it's referred to as the ellipsoid. The current one um, was last calculated in 2003. Mm. Another survey will be done here in the next few years, as long as we have the money. Yeah, but we've been around the fucking globe. The it's, globe. It's circular. It's it, hilarious it, to me that that's still a thing. Yeah. I, I just, I hate that it's become a resurgence, or there's there's been a resurgence on it, and and... Like, what, 10 years ago, nobody was talking about a flat Earth. As, or at least it wasn't as out there as it is now. Well, you know and why that happened right there. Bob, the no child left behind. <laughs> no child there you left go. behind that. Yeah. We should have well, left some of them kids behind yeah. so they could study harder. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially, it, the practice of surveying has you flip the scope and then turn it around and measure it again. Well, you can't do that with a telescope which makes it really difficult to figure out what your angle of error is, yeah. which was ultimately what this problem was. It was a, a measurement problem. Now, and when they when they go into those uh, trying to calculate the distances, they do take into effect the, the, the gravitational field that could bend the light to make it seem like, you, you know, like when you're looking out on the horizon. Right, gravitational lens. <laughs> yeah. Correct, they do, they do take that into account, but at the same time, you're still using hardware. It's not perfect. Well, and that, and they're not 100% sure of exactly what is out there. So Precisely. They're so guessing. It's a guess. And again, we, we need distance markers. And the only ones we have are ones that we've set. The the best distance marker we have, and, and one that also helps to dispute whether or not we've uh, gone to the moon or not, there's a six foot by six foot plate that we shoot a laser off, a laser off of every day from Houston, Texas to the moon to measure the distance from the Earth to the moon. And this is how we gauge our accuracy with other measurements. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So there's your proof. Yeah. <laughs> if, mean, you, if you don't believe me or Adam, at least believe the top quark. Or do do yourself one better. Go ahead and, and find yourself a, a nice dark spot. Take your telescope out there. It only needs to be a 300X telescope, which is relatively inexpensive nowadays. And uh, you can get the coordinate for the plate off the USGS website and you can look right at the plate. It has the American flag on it, has the stamp, 
that the uh, astronauts <laughs> who put it on there and their initials in the concrete when they set the marker. And there yes, they did use actual concrete that dried on the moon. Nice. And gentlemen. Awesome. That's that's really cool. Now, what is cool. the drying time of concrete on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> now, therein lies another math problem. <laughs> well, let's see. There's no atmosphere. Yes. Right. So the moisture would have probably wicked out very, very rapidly. Very oh, rapid. but there are theories that there is an atmosphere. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> it does have a, a uh, very thin it's, atmosphere, it's, but it's mostly dust. Yeah. It's not, and it's not deep. It's not a no. deep atmosphere. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah. We've been I to the moon. <laughs> now my mic cuts out again. Hey, there I am. Technical difficulties. We Welcome can come back. We can cut out those difficulties. Yes. So we'll cut around They're as on best there. as we can. Cut her out. So um, as we move forward, um, we're now talking to, we want to move on to the Large Hadron Collider. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were discussing earlier the effect of the Higgs boson on mm-hmm. everything in the universe. And right. what we now have learned um, based on the measurements and observations done at the Large Hadron Collider, which uh, turns out for both groups that invested in it to be a, a, a real big loss of money. Uh, we had two groups that were major investors in the Large Hadron Collider. One group was known as the String Theorists. They get all their money from folks like uh, Jeff Bezos and uh, uh, Elon Musk and the like. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you had your quantum loop gravity theorists that have a different opinion of how the universe is constructed. Each of them had an idea of what the Higgs was supposed to weigh. And, it's about uh, as much as your mother. <laughs> it's based on the weight of the electron. Yeah. Uh, so the weight of the electron is considered to be 1 GeV. The measurement that the quantum loop gravity theorists um, were expecting was 217 to 220 GeV. The string theorists were expecting 253 to 255 GED. Everyone else I got was my somewhere GED. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was somewhere in the middle. And at the moment of truth, it turns out that the Higgs boson weighs 233 nice. electron volts. At this point, we've measured the Higgs boson a number of different times. And essentially, it's uh, measuring it accurately. The question is, how many times do we have to measure the Higgs before we're certain? And uh, the answer is basically until the odds are reduced to next to nothing that right. our measurement is incorrect. Right, because if they're measuring it and it's a different measurement almost every time, you have to be able to get an average. And if you're not able to get an average because it's different every fucking time, correct. W- what can you do with that data? <laughs> right, so, so science has done us a favor of limiting the number of times that we have to conduct an experiment based on uh, a mu. Right, a Mew is a... a Isn't that a Pokemon? (laughs) Yeah, it actually is a Pokemon, but it's also a Greek letter that symbolizes a form of change over time. Basically, it's... It's the evolution uh, character. Right, essentially it's the evolution character. So it's the number of times the experiment must be conducted is gonna be based on the actual value of the experiment, the amount of cost it takes to conduct the experiment, and then of course, loss of life associated with it. Right. Believe it or not, that is the factor. Loss of life associated with it. Yeah. 
You know what it is? It's that it, your mic stops yeah. working every time we stop observing it. Exactly. Right. I gotta just keep focusing on it's it. It's the superposition. Or it's Mike. gonna go back into the superposition. Right. So moving um, on to superposition. This is one collapse into reality microphone. I need you. This is one thing that the Large Hadron Collider has not shed light on. The superposition um, related to the photon, as it can appear as both a wave and a wave particle, particle duality. Now, is the wave particle duality only associated with photons, or are there other no. particles? Electrons, too, right? Uh, currently, it is only associated with photons, oh. but there are certain circumstances where electrons can conduct themselves as waves. Uh, certain forms of matter, such as plasma, mm -hmm. where those um, objects can also behave particle like and wave like uh, based on certain circumstances in the environment pressure, heat. Uh, and then, of course, uh, distance over time. The basic uh, principle of the universe being that uh, everything is intending to spread out. Mm -hmm. All right, so that cosmological like, like your constant, mother, yes, <laughs> spread and wide. Um, now, and we'll we'll jump around and come back and we'll talk about some stuff. But I was going to say, like, I've been thinking about how, you know, at like a, a micro level, where the, the the physics is actually different say for an ant, like if you were to enlarge an ant to the size of a dog, it wouldn't have the same properties no. as an ant. Right, it's it wouldn't be able to Classic exist. physics and yeah. quantum the string mechanics are clear. 50 times right. slipped a bulldozer, it would not translate once no. it's large. It's like when they say like a baby's legs, a pound for pound, a baby is stronger than a, a, a full-grown, full well, not even that, a full-grown elephant. Right. For the fact that it can carry itself the way that it does on its legs. Correct. If you had a 50-foot baby, it wouldn't be able to do anything. No. It would collapse into a puddle. Correct. So, and also being that that on the on the micro level, such as like those those smaller organisms, like like a tardigrades mm -hmm. and things like that, where they can exist in their, their their version of reality is different than our version of reality. Right, because they're yeah. unaffected by the the. They're, energies they basically, and strengths of the very large. I was watching so something the, about... The nuclear weak force won't bother a target. Right. Like, well, I was watching something about... Uh, and uh, Neil Tyson had said something to the effect of... Uh, basically, insects... If they were sentient and intelligent, they would be at the same... They haven't discovered gravity yet. Correct. They're not affected by it. Yeah. So it's not even in their field of reality. Right. I'm wondering... So we're the size and shape that we are and we observe s things the way that we do do you think that there is a being or beings that is that at a different <laughs> plane of existence plane of existence that we just don't observe it, well, yeah. stand, it certainly stands to reason to a certain extent um mm -hmm. one of the new theories presented and, and this is one that i'm kind of liking at the moment uh i'm not sure if you guys know this this gentleman uh, my favorite physicist rao mageju his name is spelled uh, Zhao, but it's pronounced Rao. Zhao. <laughs> he believes that the it like universe a, um, may have been... <laughs> Zhao. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he believes that this universe that we exist in may have been created by a star from a 4D universe falling into a 3D black hole. Huh. So instead of a big bang, we are the construct of what happens when a star collapses from a higher dimension into a lower dimension, and thusly why our black holes are two in nature. Hmm. 
Okay. Which is an interesting okay. concept. Uh, didn't you have a story about uh, Zhao? I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, not many folks Zhao. know this, but uh, he was actually blackballed from physics for a number of years because he was at a Nobel laureate's party and uh, he got really, uh, really intoxicated, really drunk. And uh, it dawned on him while he was particularly wasted that it's quite possible that the speed of light may be variable based on the size of your current universe, which really pissed off the rest of physics because that's insulting to Einstein, essentially, yeah. who came up with the speed of light as a constant. And uh, essentially it cost him his career for a number of years, but fast forward to the Large Hadron Collider and uh, the Higgs boson weighing 233 GeV saved this man's career. He is now in charge of cosmology over at Oxford in London. Nice. Well, <laughs> but um, I mean, well, if you think about it too, I mean, yes, Einstein was brilliant, but based off of the information that he had, he was he was ahead, and he had really great ideas. But if you think about light being a constant, it his uh, Zhao doesn't really dispute that. It's just that there are other factors. Well, what he's saying is it's not going to be continuous at all times. In other words. If your universe is only 200 light years across, then it would stand to reason that the speed of light would be much, much faster, which solves a particular issue with physics called the horizon problem. The current standard model believes that in the moments after the Big Bang, and a couple hundred thousand years or so after the Big Bang, I mean, suddenly, co cosmologically, that's moments. <laughs> cosmologically, this is moments. Um, but essentially, suddenly, and without an explanation, the universe expanded rapidly into the current and it State still has it the stretch marks from it. And it, oh, yeah. it still has the stretch marks, but the odd thing is that all the temperature measurements are the same consistently throughout the universe. And if we know anything about an explosion, the further away you get from the source of the explosion, the cooler things get. Mm. And so this is not happening. Yeah, and it's just not happening. You don't see that in the universe. So how do we explain this? Now, I got a question about that. So if you were to measure an explosion, right? I mean, a small scale, just measure that explosion. Is there a... Uh, is there like a grace period? Is there a small area in which the temperature from beginning of and end of, in the middle of there, there is a consistent temperature? It's gonna be a gradient. So is it a hottest, complete gradient? The hottest temperature is gonna be at the very start of the explosion from the source, and as it radiates out, the temperature will cool down as a bell curve, just mm -hmm. as we see every other bell curve for okay, analog. Okay, so there, there's, so there is a gradient. So there's it not like a, a, like a small patch of that that would be roughly the same. And it doesn't matter whether there's gravity impacting the explosion or not, because we've measured the effect in space through supernova. Yeah, see? And Eat your we vegetables still have our time to hand on this one, so... Yeah. And that, that begs the question. So there's still more physics to do. As long as there's not a BB in your, 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 your urethra. <laughs> but, um, so... Yeah. Now, does anyone use that as an argument about the Big Bang not being a well, Big Bang? Certain, there, there certain, are a, there are theories a great expansion that, that there's so. you know that it's not it wasn't a Big Bang um, as it's portrayed. There are other physicists who, who think differently about it. But so far, that's but our best model. That's our it's best, our best theory. model. I but think. the whole thing fell apart the moment that neither of the two opposing sides on the standard model worked. In other mm -hmm. words, because. The thing didn't weigh 217 to 220 or 253 to 255. Every All bets are off, and only what exists in the middle that predicted the um, Higgs boson to weigh that potential value 
only those theories can be right. Yeah. So everything we learned up to this point, just throw it away. It's no, <laughs> of absolutely no value to you and has to be redone. All of that science is complete garbage. So, and, and then when you talk about string theory, is that sort of like the quantum entanglement? So quantum entanglement is uh, uh, an effect that's that's observed. Spooky right. action it's, at it's a the distance. the nature of how... So that's still on the table. That's, that's uh, not... Well, quantum entanglement is certainly something that happens. Um, yeah. Now, as far as how to explain it, um, the quantum loop gravity theorists that, that constructed the model for the original formation of it, um, basically that model has to be thrown away because it predicted the exposed to weigh much heavier than it turned out to weigh. Okay. And then the string theorists answer that it's a reverberation um, and that uh, vibration is what causes existence. That has to go away too. Yeah. So as, as it stands right now, jury's out. All bets are still on the table that don't involve um, either of those two thought processes. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of want to talk about, um, like, one thing I was thinking of when it comes to, like, ghosts and stuff. Right. Where, well, where, real quick with the Higgs boson. I mean, what, can you explain the Higgs, uh, the Higgs field real quick? So that, that might lend itself to some of the... the yeah, stuff. oh, right. yeah, because, so, like, the well, the thing... Yeah, let me see if I got this right, because I kind of think I understand a little bit about the Higgs field, but you're smarter than I am about this stuff, so... Um, <laughs> it lights <lightens> so, us. <laughs> so, basically, if, say that, the, to put it in an analogy, if the Higgs field were... Uh, a group of negatively negatively charged magnets, right? Another negatively charged magnet can go through it, and let's call that other negatively charged magnet light, and it can go right through. And you get a positive charged magnet, and it goes through the Higgs field, and the Higgs field grabs it and, and adds mass to it. To a point. To a point. To what a it point. is, okay. what it is, what it is, is essentially, it's it's the element of mass. Um, and we still are not kind, we're not entirely clear on how time factors in on this, um, but time over mass is the issue when it comes to ghosts and uh, different paranormal objects that have to do with seeing something that isn't there or something that uh, has an energy source. Um, but basically the Higgs field is an existing structure that is the, the function of for example, we can use magnetism. The Higgs field would be the same thing as if you take two magnets that are trying to attract to each other and hold them apart. Mm -hmm. that, that sensation, that area between them, mm -hmm. that is the field, the magnetic field. For the Higgs field, this is very similar concept. The difference is, is that there's no real negative polarity to speak of. Yeah. Right? The only okay. thing that is uh, of negatively, negative polarity in this instance would be antimatter. Right. Okay. Um, so antimatter would not be affected by the Higgs. Everything else gets pulled in or and has a mass value associated with it because it interacts with the Higgs field. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's essentially so similar to a does... magnetic field, but it's across all objects because there's no distance that separates the Higgs boson from another Higgs boson. So and that's okay. So they're all connected, interconnected? It's all interconnected. Okay. It's just basically the leftover trash from colliding everything together. Mm -hmm. um, when we talk about dark matter and dark energy, essentially we've identified dark matter to be the Higgs field and the Higgs boson. Nice. Okay. Essentially just leftover crap from smashing atoms together. You're gonna end up with gluons and quarks and uh, photons and Higgs bosons all over the place. And uh, the field with which they live, that cloud under which everything is the framework of, are those Higgs boson. And as the further you spread them apart, they're still connected. 
never separated by less than one Higgs boson distance apart from each other. So does that mean more add themselves in between? Like if you were to take one and, and try to separate it from itself? So if you smash, let's say you, you have a supernova, and during this supernova- I do have a supernova. <laughs> I keep it in my backyard. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, through this supernova, it is uh, building heavy metals, um, and it sends Rock all on. these, right, sends all these heavy metals, uranium, lead 238, gold, silver, plutonium, in all the different directions in the universe at the same time as all of those things are spreading out. The leftover trash at the end of that exchange mm -hmm. is also going to be spread out and dispersed. And what's interesting about Higgs bosons is they just line up with each other and fit it. Okay, gotcha. I'm not a hundred, I'm not, a, I'm not a professor level yet, but I'm getting there. You get what I'm, I'm saying? Getting, yeah, I so understand what you're saying. It's basically, if you can imagine uh, a bunch of little beads, mm -hmm. all magnetic, all magnetic little beads connected together that you really can't see, um, but you add another one to it. Mm -hmm. Rather than it dispersing the entire thing, it just finds a place to fit. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. I don't, okay, yeah. gluons, explain that a little bit, because gluons almost have the same kind of... Uh, so essentially, gluons are, the little those little linkages. eyes that you get that have like the little Google yeah, eyes. Yeah, the little gluons. Glue those are gluons. You, you give anything right a little fix. Yeah. You glue it on and you're done. And then your little yeah. thing has peepers. Yeah. <laughs> so a gluon essentially is that linkage that ties the proton to the electron, mm -hmm. that ties mm -hmm. the uh, neutron uh, to other neutrons, for example. With inside the within the quark itself, uh, if you break up any different individual particle, you'll have quarks and gluons that form together to make that individual component. And these things don't always reform with other things. Sometimes they're just junk that's left lying around. The difficulty is, without a structure for it to connect to, how do you observe it? Yeah. So then we have the phrase dark matter, dark energy. So things that are dark matter. So basically what science is doing with dark energy and dark matter is what me and Adam are kind of doing with ghosts and things like that, where it's like, okay, something is happening, and we've had experiences, and we know that something exists, but people call it a ghost. I'm well, not gonna call it a ghost, so they're calling it their ghost. It's the early form Basically, of taxonomy, right? When yeah. we first started out naming things, we didn't right. have families and, and yeah. groups and, and yeah. all that when we, you know, when we talk about homo We had like, or we example. had kinds. Right. That's basically, we started with kinds. Right. We started and, with kinds, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then it just breaks down from there. The more information we get, the more we have to revisit and then recategorize and reclassify. Um, and when you're talking scientist to scientist, they do not use terms like dark matter and dark energy. Those are terms that scientists use to communicate with the general gotcha. public. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. so, ba like, so basically, what I'm, they, they don't believe that they, so if we were to try and convey something that happened, we would be like, mm, it's kind of like a ghost. Right. That's what they're doing. They're, right. they're, they're, the dark energy and the dark matter is their ghost. They're like, this is the, yeah. the, the shit that's That's happening. their generic term. Here's a generic to term give. to so throw on part of it. Now, they themselves have their own theories regarding mm -hmm. ghosts. Um, but yeah. Certainly. Um, well, one thing I was thinking, as, as far as like when it comes to like ghostly apparitions and things like that, I, I, I think, you know, the particle wave duality, where our consciousness is observing our selves, yeah. our, our makeup. Currently, currently, and moment. once and once we die, our consciousness is no longer observing it, and so those those energies can just go. Can they, they then exist in a wave? They can exist however they exist. Right now, because you can't really observe my 
itself. You can see my structure, right. but I'm observing Just these. like scientists have a problem seeing the gluons and mm -hmm. the Higgs boson, we too have a problem measuring things like the soul. We do know, in fact, that it exists because someone actually measured the yes. weight of a soul to be 21 grams, and this experiment is no but, longer... And that's scientific, but that's if not... But think of it this way, though, because those, those atoms that are making us up, or the, 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 pro, the, the, no, yeah, the protons, the photons, the electrons, those things that we're no longer observing because our consciousness is gone, is it possible for those to equal 21 grams when we're not observing them and they just disperse? You know, no one knows for sure. Right. That's something that hasn't actually been uh, quantified. Um, because without the mass, right, how without the gluons, right. how what's you, holding yeah, it together? What's holding you know? it together? There are a couple of different theories that physics has with regards to apparitions. Mm. Uh, one of the theories is that there are actually several different types. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a, an energy that exists as a consciousness, um, like we're discussing. And then there's the replay of an event, an event that was so traumatic that it caused a rip in this fabric of space and time, and that the event will replay certain parts of itself for an observer mm -hmm. when an event uh, that triggers that observer's observation occurs. So, so it all has to do with observation. It all has to do with the observation. It's so a tree falling in the woods if nobody's there to hear it. Does it make a sound? Of course it makes a sound, but if you don't hear it, then how would you how would you know? Correct. So in... Well, this is it. When the event was triggered by a consciousness, then it requires a consciousness to cause the event to occur. Mm -hmm. And the event um, where we're talking about a replay happening, for example, the Battle of Gettysburg has been talked about as being one of the most haunted battlefields of yeah. any place on earth and it's been known that you can walk out onto the battlefield and if you take certain steps that other people have taken you can trigger a ghostly experience for yourself now is that the residual energies from that experience and they're there they're not necessarily conscious or knowing correct yeah. what they're what it is is it's just essentially the event was so traumatic that it left an imprint on the universe that is playable mm -hmm. um, by triggering the event so that the observer who was there originally that saw the event occur allowed their energy would allow it to transmute backwards too. So in a sense, these energies could be existing as, as in a way in a waveform until somebody observes it. Bam, and it becomes particles. And it becomes and an event an to, to them. Yeah. Right. yeah, they have an actual experience. Which would be different for each person. So it's, it's, yeah, so it's not necessarily, like I was saying, like episode one, I don't think that there's anything supernatural. I, everything is is going to follow a natural order. We just haven't we discovered ha what our that personal natural science order is hasn't or how, to, how to quantify it. Exactly, and that's that basically if you look at the definition for supernatural, it means that which science has yet to define clearly. Okay. So then technically there is supernatural if you look Absolutely. at it with that with that but now you have to be careful because yeah. when you're talking to the wrong folks then it right well it's like when you talk to the wrong folks and you're like well it's the theory well, yeah it's just a theory no theory is like the highest level yeah, in exactly. a scientific theory is, is the step that's, before it becomes a postulate which means that this is a fact and this is something that we live by religion yes. always likes to hurl that at people oh at i know, people, the, you know it's science. just a theory. a theory yeah yeah it's it's the big lark yeah. Oh my goodness. Live action role playing for keeps. It's kind of <laughs> terrifying if you think about it. Yeah.
I now, do understand how it arose, but... Well, yeah. I mean, I get it. There's there's levels to it that I understand. I think if we were to just simplify it, is taking away from the world's history. Because you can't just point it and say, well, these people were corrupt and they just wanted to use religion for power because they saw that they could. I, I mean, there was not... There was a superstitious belief. They had to have something. They had to have something to look forward to because they didn't have the science or the knowledge to understand the world around them. So at first it was the God of the gaps. Yep. And and that God is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But then, I mean, and As yes, there were some people who saw those things and were like, yes, I can make a lot of money off of this. I can control a lot of people with this. I can, I can absorb this land by using this religion and saying it's ours because our fucking deity said so. Mm -hmm. But... We can't just simplify it 100% to that because... No, it's far more, far more it's complicated. It's really but complex. The, the intent was in order to what? make it so that there was a, a live-action role-play. Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but imagine yourself living in a mud hut. Boredom is going to be a you thing. You didn't have once TV. You, no. yeah, once yeah. you have food security, you know... You need to start coming up with different ways to keep yourself occupied. Exactly. And you can only fuck so much. You can only bone so much. And that becomes a problem in and of itself. Yep. You know, if you go a little then there's a shit ton of you. sisters. Then there's a shit ton of you, a population of you, trying to figure out what to fucking do next. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I sort of understand how it arose. And, I mean, if you think about it, you know, you look at DNA, that is certainly a code of some sort. Oh, yeah. It would stand to reason that if you have a code, that there would be a coder. Um, so that makes logical sense. Um, but at the same time, our, our explanations of what God may or may not be well, are again, very weak. Well, like we, like it was. And haven't been updated since they were originally thought oh, no. of 50,000 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like we were talking about already, the like earlier. <laughs> you were talking about the, the, a fourth dimensional uh, star falling into a three dimensional black, black hole and causing. A three-dimensional universe. That's what I wanted to bring up dimensions. Now, Other dimensions. also, back to what I was talking about before, in a mm -hmm. macro level, when you go from the ant to the human, the human to the whatever the hell else is up there. Sure. Like, do, like elephants are, or blue whales. Let's take blue whales for, the, for existence. Mm -hmm. They're the largest thing. That we know of. They're the largest mammal on our planet that, we, that we've encountered. Mm -hmm. Do they experience gravity and, and other things differently? I know that they're aquatic mammals, so it's kind of hard to... It's not really analogous well, to we know what we experience. They experience time differently. Yeah. Having worked with them um, in the Cetacean Institute, they experience time far more accurately than we do. And, uh -huh. and in fact, the older we get, the, the more loose our grip on time becomes. But for a whale, time is everything because time is how they map mm -hmm. and how they figure out where the changes are in their environment, their breeding grounds, their food. Um, so for them, their perception of time is far more accurate and uh, and far more consistent than ours is, for example. Um, and it, it's quite possible than any other creature in nature at the moment. Yeah. Awesome. So our understanding and our, our grip well, on time. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know, if you were like that, say you were saying something about a coder. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that code was in that four-dimensional star, mm -hmm. just because. It's a different thing that we've never observed. We don't know how it functions. For sure. So it's possible that it may have still been a coding issue that was accidental. Like oh. if you if you were to like the way that we observe things on our plane on our, on our existence, that doesn't make sense. But maybe on a fourth dimensional level, it 
does make sense. And then everything happening here them, is a result of evolution based sense. on what happened. Yeah. So, like, say for that that other fourth dimensional universe, it wouldn't make sense for them either. Of no. you know, coding just falling into place. Right. But the way that that the two things happened upon on, on themselves, that in itself could have been what created the coding. That's quite possible. You know? But you know, no one has also considered the fact that what if what if God is actually us? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually had that like a collective, the like a collective consciousness kind of thing. But uh, we're like an individuation. No, 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 no. I'm talking of it. about even more specifically okay. us in the future, and we create right. our own selves in a, in a strange kind of jawbreaker universe. A weird way. kind mm-hmm. of loop. Like yeah, Elon Musk thought, is like found a way to like cryogenically freeze himself, and well, um, or like that mask that you have on the yeah. table there of the the alien face. Like everyone thinks of aliens as being something non-human, but what if this is human? What if that is us form? in the future? Yeah, right. And, and know, this makes me think of some. This one time, me and Chaz were hanging out, and we were talking about like just like UFOs and shit. And we both were like, we thought we talked about how it would be funny if. If the UFOs that we see are just like the rebellious teenagers from the future it's coming over and just like tipping cows, and just fucking with us. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take out the UFO, Mom. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But I mean, if you think about it, everything that we measure and everything that we observe seems to have that Russian nesting doll effect to it. Mm-hmm. And if you go far enough down into the atom, it seems like you'll end up on the other side out of the macro universe into the next level of dimensions above where we are now. So okay. it, it seems plausible to me that it, it's just as likely that intelligence created its own self and preserved its future digitally by storing its consciousness into some sort of, of computer, mm-hmm. which for me, I don't know about you guys, but this is the fucking Sims. We're all being fucked with. Um, we're at a party in some booth together, and as soon as you jump out of it, you're gonna start cursing at your friends and throwing shit because this is the shittiest party game ever. Wrong? <laughs> and it only spent like you're only in there for yeah. 20 minutes. But it feels but it's like been... for an entire lifetime. And yeah. You went through a bunch of weird shit, saw humans do stuff you never would believe, and you yourself did things you never thought were possible for yourself. You might have gone in there and were Hitler for a bit. You know, or whatever, you know. That, but... that makes me think about like. Um, when I said I, 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 we don't normally talk about Hitler or shit like <laughs> yeah. that, but um, no firing up of, of the ovens <laughs> because we're talking about theories and things like that and, and sci- more scientific stuff. Uh, I kind of want to go on this little tangent about um, about time travel. So me and Adam were talking about it before, and it's like if if you were to go back and <laughs> right. So if you were to go back in time to for the objective of killing baby Hitler, mm-hmm. right? Once you. Once you succeed in your, your, your mission, you no longer... Baby Hitler doesn't grow up to become awful, horrible Hitler, mm-hmm. so your future self wouldn't have the motivation to come back and kill Baby Hitler. However, or you would still exist. Or exist, perhaps, exactly. because right. it's quite possible that the effects but of World War II think of it this way, though. Think of it like this. You go back and kill Hitler, you're not there to want exactly. to come back and kill Hitler. The likelihood, so Hitler doesn't get killed. There, there's, it's almost impossible for you, as, as Chuck... To be yeah. to have been born after Which, that. We're talking about causality. And, right. Uh, current theory is that if you go back in time and make a single solitary change of any kind, that it will just spin effect. off a new universe. That's that's what I was wondering. Your Except universe it, remains intact because uh, in, the information paradox. Because what else could it be? Because it would be a paradox. Otherwise, I mean, you would. 
Yeah, that, how could you go back and change it and it still be? And it's then there's just, the people that say, well, well, you can go back and change it, and that was always how it was meant maybe, to be. Maybe but what it is though is that it had to been a first time going back. Maybe, yeah. well, maybe what it is though is that we haven't gone back in time yet because we've figured out how to do so, but by doing so, fucks up the future, so we just don't use it. Exactly. Somebody fucked up and went back in time. <laughs> Somebody has already done this. Yeah. I am certain of it. Oh, yeah. His name was Jesus, and he had to explain how he got there. <laughs> no, no, no. No, because because the guy who was on Home Alone is now the fucking president. That's kind of weird. That's not yeah. supposed to happen. Not yeah. in the universe I hail from. And I saw the Challenger explode. Me that too. makes sense. Yeah. This shit yeah. doesn't make any fucking <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, but that's true. I don't know. And his Simpsons have predicted a lot of shit, too. And how is that Time ever travel. plausible? <laughs> in anyone's universe that a cartoon shows going to predict the They're future. Harvard and MIT-educated people. Still, oh, yeah. they're supposed to get it wrong, because you can't let a cartoon predict the fucking universe. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If Back you to do that, then... Then that's all we'll do is write cartoons to predict exactly. the future. Maybe The Simpsons is the only Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just living off of it. <laughs> we're like, yeah... Okay, that has to happen now because the Simpsons said there's so. Also this, there's <laughs> yeah. also the theory that, that I hold that what if the Mandela effect is something that's seeded? What if what if it always was one certain way, but they're just manipulating us now to think that it was one way, a different way? Yeah. Or, we're, or it is what they say it is, and it's, it's merging timelines. Well, no, I mean, I just... I honestly, I personally haven't experienced any type of Mandela effects. I have, other I, than when I thought, you know, that movie... Yeah. Okay. I, I swear to God, there was a movie called uh, a third escape movie with with <laughs> Kurt Russell. Wait, and it ended up being, there's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, thing, but the, that title. That's yeah. the thing. Many people have experienced this sort of thing, though. So. It begs I, I, the question. Well, there is a name for it, for uh, uh, people collectively, uh, like somebody yeah. <laughs> well, somebody misquoting something, and then that just spreading like wildfire. And, oh, for yeah, sure. that's, that is how it's said. I mean, yeah. some of them, I'm like, come on, like the, the Luke, I am your father. Maybe it always was. It's just, it's just it's been misquoted so many times by popular people. That's I mean, possible. even James Earl yeah. Jones himself misquoted it in an interview. Yeah. When he, when he reenacted the whole Luke, I am your father. So, of course, there's going to be people that are like, they'll hear that and be like, oh, yeah, that's how it's always been. Uh, but there are certain... Well, another thing, too, is if if you look at, like, parodies of mm -hmm. certain movies like that, exactly. they can't really, to try and get a, around, like, any kind of copyright laws, they'll change that's a bit a of it. That's a possibility as well, yes. And put that into the lexicon. There you go. And, right. and it's close enough that you're like, oh, yeah, that's that movie. But yeah. the biggest problem with it is is that we're using the human mind to quantify right. this, this, this thing, which we've already discovered that it, the pliability of the human mind could be the root of the issue on that one anyhow. Mm -hmm. Well, well, just look back at the 80s and the, the satanic panic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah. I, I came up through that. So, right? Yeah, you know what I mean, though, I right? Like, how pliable was the human mind? Oh, yes, oh, these yeah. satanists are... are, are Sacrificing children in daycare oh, centers. And I intentionally <laughs> came home and drove my parents batshit crazy with all of that because I knew it was driving them nuts. And, oh, and it nice. also made for some privacy. You know, oh, and then them thinking I was into some satanic <laughs> shit, they wouldn't come into my room. Nice. So or I could smoke as much pot as I think wanted back to. Uh, <laughs> think back to the, the most famous ergot poisoning, or uh, as most people call it, the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, yeah. <laughs> well, that and, and what we're talking about here is it's, it, it all comes down to realities and perceived sure. realities, and there, there really is no true reality. There can't be. I mean, sure, there is. Sure, there is. Which, it's which true for is me. It? It's true no. for you. Exactly. Well, and, and I, I get where you're going with that. It's like, it's like the question about time. Yeah. Is there a static? TikTok to the universe. Well, because everybody okay, perceives time Okay, that's the question about time, but what about the question about Rosemary? 
and her baby. Same question. <laughs> same question. Same answer. Herbs. It's all about. It's all about your ability to either embrace these larps or not. Mm-hmm. And 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 the thing of it is, it it begs the question because what happened was around the the turn of the the 1900s, there was a big change in thought. And it had to do with uh, with the amount of drugs that were available at the time, which was a and great the kind thing. of drugs and the kind of drugs that were available at the time, you know, cocaine being and what that's it was. altering uh, perceptions, and uh, that's perceptions altering of time pers- and reality. Yeah, sure. So it, it it opened us up to understanding a little bit more about ourselves, mm-hmm. and through experimenting with other creatures, we understood that our time is a chemical thing. What he means is bestiality. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Talking specifically that. about the rat experiment where they. Uh, <laughs> They take a bunch of lab rats, they feed some of them marijuana, they feed some of them cocaine, and then they uh, push a little button to get a food pellet, and they have to push it every 10 seconds. The ones on cocaine push it early, the ones on marijuana push it late, um, and it's thought that it's because of the perception of time. What we learned from that is that our own brain chemistry determines our experience. So. It determines how important we think things like eating and sleeping are. Well, that's what, that is, and that could be why there are some people who, like for myself, probably nine times out of ten, if somebody asks me what time it is, I can be accurate within five minutes. Just because I know what time I woke up, and I I can estimate about how much time has we passed. We also got to factor in how many times you look at your 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 clock. I don't look at the I mean, clock that often. But, but if you I do, and you and and, and, and and if there's a to, yeah, in fact, I don't like to be governed yeah. by time. Right. Yeah. But if if if, if somebody does habitually look at clocks and time and all that they, they they you would think that they would get a sense of how long i, think, I honestly think since the last time they've been asked like oh yeah it feels like 20 I minutes think, for i think me. the thing about that is the people who look at watches and clocks mm-hmm. constantly yes are the type of people who don't have that inner built-in uh understanding of what their their, their they time. may have a weaker sense of they may have a weaker sense of time yeah. because they're constantly having to reassure themselves yeah. of the time where for myself i can be like eh, it's about 1 30 i need to go do this thing now and then i look at my clock just to make sure and it's like 125 or 135 and i'm like okay i'm within and t- and the margin such a loose thing because i mean yeah. two people okay one that enjoys their job one that fucking hates their job yeah you know there's gonna be a great divide in, in how long that time is yeah. to, to each of them yeah and it begs the question so it shows you right there so a person's perception of time can time flies when it's in a plane right <laughs> time flies when you're having fun they say right yeah <laughs> so and that's, is that, that why it only takes me three minutes to have sex <laughs> I think that's a different Maybe to her, it's only one oh, okay. minute. <laughs> I think it's because she's sticking her finger in places. I mean, Maybe she needs to leave alone. That, that, includes, that yeah. includes foreplay and cuddling. Oh, God. Oh. But I guess maybe for her, you know, to get her high enough, maybe it'll be slow enough that it'll yeah, be right? go. Yeah, yeah. You need to meet somewhere in the middle. Are you with telling your... me to roofie my wife? Um, in, in the most gentle sense of the word. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta okay. adjust your uh, drug usage to where you meet I, somewhere in the middle. All out of rohypnol. <laughs> but it, it goes to show. So one person's uh, experience of something based on their time perception can be totally different from someone else's. Exactly. And even something something like uh, the supernatural per se, you know, if someone says, uh, I experienced this ghost for 20 minutes, the person next to them goes, dude, that was a fart in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, speaking of time, yes. I, I have to inform you all that I'm at my breaking point. As am oh, I. Oh, yes. Time to empty the bladder. Yeah. So at this point, I think we're going to take a break. 
Yeah. Smoking We're gonna break tub. dance. We got I think the I'm finally gonna do that break uh, where I, where I break one off in the toilet. Oh, okay. I, I prom- I've been promising that one. You have been. I'm just gonna lie and say I did. <laughs> I reached my breaking point. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Yes. <laughs> We've been talking about all kinds of great stuff while we were on our break, which lasted a blip of time to you. Yeah. Back all to, you hear back is like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> We've been hearing a lot of that on and off because of my microphone. Yeah. I'm going to try we're just, it. What we're going to do is, instead of the normal <laughs> we're just going to take the sound of one of the little <laughs> from his microphone and add yes. that in the middle of our episode. Because that's just fun. Yeah. Because we can do that. We know how to edit. Okay. Uh, one of the things that we were discussing on the break was uh, how... Boobs. Fractal boobs. Yes, absolutely. But also how the effect of uh, measuring something made, one, everyone lose their money, and two, everyone change their minds. It changed science forever. It used to be a We're a talking about when I measured club. my penis. Or... Uh, and I, I came up short. Or otherwise known as the Higgs boson. Yes, yes that's Chuck's what we call it. penis is as small as the Higgs boson because it's damn near invisible. No, I'm I, can't, I, I can't see it. <laughs> but that's because I got a little pudgy gut. I see it regularly, though. Oh, but that's yeah. another story. It's a fun story. we got to be careful. <laughs> this, this is how the uh, bearded pepper was born. Okay. I'm, I'm not being able to see it past the stomach. Oh. Oh, the Higgs, the, it, what it is is that the BB inside the, the bearded pepper is actually a, a large Higgs boson. And he's just jacking off and then shooting the Higgs, Ding! and and that's the that's the that's how the 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 hedron collider actually works. Is there's a bearded pepper in there, jacking off on one end and then another on the other, and then they shoot their sperm at each other. And that explains how the badger died. It does. Which was a really stinky mess. <gasps> oh, now I have. Did to you know this guy something. on my T-shirt? I'm wearing a Wolverine T-shirt. He was almost the badger. Yeah, almost. and you know he was almost he was what, like five foot that. two. Yeah, he was five foot three. Yes, five foot three. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure in some of the universes, he actually is the honey badger. Ooh. And nobody likes him. No. And but Fox honey badger, has, like, the X-Men series was a complete a bust because they didn't even have a Wolverine. They didn't make Deadpool <laughs> in those universes, so they imploded. Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. It's no nice. no fourth wall breaking there. <laughs> no, no. Fourth dimensional wall breaking? Yes. Where did I put my beverage? I don't know. That's my beverage. Today! We, well, I'll say we, but that's if, if I have multiple personality disorder. Um, drinking. I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra. That was left over from the last party, which uh, well, saw, like, saw the death of all the, the beer we were going to drink in this. It episode. did, but I got to have it then, so. <laughs> what was that, two days ago? We we I, were drinking. I didn't even knock. Like, everybody was at the door or at the table. I didn't even knock. I just walk into your house yes. with Brian. The other Brian, not the two Brian's that's, that were here. That's become a thing. Yeah. I just do The that. other Brian. And then I immediately went over and took a shot of Fireball Whiskey. Yes. And Fire. then I drank It's all there. there. I mean, we could do shots later. We could do shots. Another episode. <laughs> yeah. Could be an experiment in itself to see where the conversation goes after that. Oh, I, I, I have uh, uh, an allergic to. I'm an, an, an allergic. An allergic. 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 What is the allergen? Tell us the allergen. I have celiac. <laughs> I can't have wheat. <laughs> wheat. No beer for me. No wheat. And suddenly he became Woody Allen. Oh, you see, what well, the thing is here, um, I can't have wheat because I'm, uh, I'm Jewish. And he's also a child molester. Oh. Yeah. I'm a child who... No, we talked about that before. I'm a child who molested my uncle. uncle. <laughs> right. So it's the other way around. You're yeah. an uncle fucker. I'm a child molester. You right. gotta... It's the emphasis... A you're, child... Child lowercase molester in capital. Yes. yes. Molester! I'm... Yes. Screaming it. Not a molester. Ever so gently. Children, but a child that molests <laughs> adults. He's, he's an uncle yes. fucker. In Spanish, that's tapatio. <laughs> <laughs> Tap that tio. Not while I'm drinking... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I had, I had little Brian choking on his Sprite on that episode. Mm. Well, back to what we were talking about. We were talking about. There's a little bit of more science that he would like to um, He's expand gonna on. What was that? That, that was oh, the tortoises. Was the tortoise. It was the torti. I'm like, huh? Um, that was not paranormal. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we here at uh, Learning the Curse like to debunk that. Yeah. I kind don't of know. Stuff. I, I would say it was kind of odd. It was, it was definitely odd. not normal. Right? wouldn't say it was paranormal. It's, it's a tortoise queef. It's a queef. <laughs> oh, that's what they used to call me in high school. Tortoise queef? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You were very well liked. I wasn't. Seems like a popularity contest winner. Oh, no, actually, I um, when I was a, a sophomore in high school, I missed so much school I had to go to court for truancy. So I, I didn't. And in the same year, I was also in two plays and on the marching band, but I missed enough class because I would do the things that I liked and then leave. <laughs> See, that's the way to go about it, right? Yeah. There. Just kind of do what the fuck you want. Yeah, I, I did, basically. The times I was supposed to be in class, I was in the band room playing the guitar. So so to wrap things up with the science before we get to the, uh, the fun part. Well, real quick, Chuck was actually uh, showing how at <laughs> the quantum level, yeah. you could be in two places at one time. I was. Not so much on your level. No. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What happened? What? Are, you making, are you making fun of me because on our break I got a little stoned? No. Well, can you tell? There's a question between a little they can and smell a lot. It. I mean, can you smell it on me, guys? Is it smell-o-vision? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm not a lot. No. I know my limits, remember? Yeah. You, you know, you've been with me when I had too much. Remember that one time when we worked at the other job? Yeah. And it was after work, and... Well, you just kept taking, I kept giving I know. And I know you said no already, but I have this habit but of just I, giving it. He's a bottle. This, this, <laughs> he likes he to just, just keep taking it. Do you remember that time? Bottle cork. Yeah, well... <laughs> I gotta, well, <laughs> but the things that I do for my top quark right. gives me the permissions. Yeah, absolutely, uh, he's an active bomb. That one time when, when we're smoking, right? And I, I, there was like two hits before I knew I had too many. Right. And then you, we, two you know, hits, chilled for a bit, and yeah. like forty-five minutes later or whatever, you you went home. Right. I didn't go home immediately. Yeah. Do you know? I think I told you what I did the next day, but I actually had to drive around in the neighborhood. Before I could remember how to get home. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good shit. Like, I, it was really good shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I knew how to get home, <coughs> but I knew that if I tried, I might get lost, even right. though I know how to get home. Like, sure. I can see it in my head where to go, but I was like, if I go out on the main road and I drive regular speed limit and I have to be subject to all of the other lights and sounds, you're just going to keep driving. I won't make it home. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. take any of the exits that you should. Yeah. You're just going to keep I wouldn't driving. Have, like, it wouldn't have been dangerous. Right. But I, you wouldn't have made yeah, it home. Wouldn't not have, for a long time. Not for, and, yeah. and probably would have had to replace a significant amount of gas. Yeah. Some explaining to do. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, they were all asleep when I got home. I got yeah. home at, like, Oh, yeah, because we were we nice. until 2 in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, that was fun. And that's where sometimes the body rules mind does not rule the body. That's true. Um, biology can totally fuck our consciousness. Absolutely. Biology. I thought you said by algae. Biology. Like, what does yes. algae have to do with this? Buy some bi algae. Buy algae. That's like a fucking That's, that's our commercial. <laughs> see? That's like <laughs> Aquaman's grandpa. Like, Buy algae. You get over here. <laughs> oh, me, oh, my. <laughs> me, oh, my algae. Aquaman. <laughs> the, uh, Aqua, Aquaman. Man. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I was like singing that up. I was singing that to you actually a few days ago. Not Aquaman. No, not it was, Aquaman. It was, uh, I don't remember what it was. Something with Macho Man. I don't know. It's quite special. See that. 
Yeah. It is. He sings to it's me. A very special sing all the time. I'm, I'm the little spoon, and he whispers in my I'm ear. I'm Big Daddy Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Beard on beard around here isn't that weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a beast on the streets and a submissive in the streets. Yes. In the sheets. In the sheets. <laughs> in the street. Yeah, you know what I meant. I'm, I'm a beast what on the streets is, and submissive in the, in the he streets. He works a corner. <laughs> yeah. But only on Wednesdays. Only, only on days that end in Y. <laughs> Why? Only on days that end in your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a drum roll when there's drums in the corner and, and right next to you guys. Yeah, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what a. Uh, is it even plugged in? No. It's a little drum set. It's, it's going acoustic. It's, <laughs> it's acoustic plastic. It all makes the same sound. <laughs> Interesting. So I have to simulate the symbol by. No, that one goes. Ah. That one goes. That one goes I'm still telling that I could do that without an electric hit. Choke. We're having way too much. We're going to splice those sounds and make the beat for this episode. As a background track. Yes. So, what are your theories, gentlemen, with regards to... We've discussed ghosts, but what about things like demon possession? That's kind of an odd one. It seems to fall outside of everything. Well, now... I have some thoughts about like, and we'll get to. In to some that. cases, it's psychosis. Like, it's psychosis. Whoa, man! See, that was a demon possessing my mind. Aaron's out. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll get we'll get back to that topic in, in a second. But more about like demons, how there are demonologists who have categorized and labeled, and basically, like we were talking back before with the um, taxo- uh, taxonomy. taxonomy, right? Somebody Not did the taxonomy the taxidermy. on these made up things. Sure. Like, okay. Where did you get these backstories? This ba- like you were saying before, like it's the it's the LARP of, of it's a LARPing uh, for for good? For keeps. For keeps. Um, but that basically was that like what, their comic books, basically? You think I mean if you think about it, these these demonic backstories, a lot of them are amalgamations or combinations of mm-hmm. Greek and Roman stories mm-hmm. and Greek yeah. and Roman mythology and demonologies. A lot of these, like the the image that we have, for like, example, the what's common... What's the name? Mephistopheles? The Mephistopheles, Mephi- right. Yeah. The, the current image of what Satan looks like is actually not no. in the Bible yeah. anywhere. No. Not in Nor is the name mentioned. We, we might, be, we might be, be merging some topics here, but I want to talk about this. We got time. Good. We got um, time. Which is cool. I mean, we can get it out of the way here, but... Um, let me get to it real quick because I actually wrote down some shit about what we're talking shit. about right now. And I can tell you, uh, growing up messianic uh, mm-hmm. and circling back to that, so uh, the formation oh. of Christianity as we now know it's kind of a thievery. A, it's a bastardization. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is because the messianic church was was the original Christians. How many flood stories were there? Yeah, there were there were hundreds of, yeah. of thousands of. And, and well, yeah, I mean, if you think were, most people are going to go to like. Uh, was it Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. Which was just the one before Noah. It's right. the one. It's the most contemporary one, the one that they had. If you think like before it, but there's it, hundreds, like thousands of them. If you think rebooting Spider-Man three times is bad, yeah, no, we do this. They just all keep. No, the time. see, the thing is, is those keep getting better. Exactly. <laughs> You know, that's the religion likes the thing. It sort of depends on which one you're talking about. I do you like, didn't the like Homecoming. Yes, I did like that one, but the one before it, the I first wasn't. one was the good. very first one. The second one was the second one. The second one was better than the first three. Yeah, together. I would say so yes. for sure. 
<laughs> but, but the second were, one, the first three, but the second one, like at be... the last ten minutes, killed it. Oh, Third Raimi film killed it. Yeah. Second Web film killed it. Yeah. I think Marvel's gonna. They're not gonna let this die. They're gonna yeah. fucking strangle Sony and say you're just gonna be just so you know, be yeah. like our guardians. Oh, they're gonna buy. <laughs> So yeah. they're gonna. Sony is is losing their money on other things. They'll they'll make an offer. They they have no choice. They yeah. don't have a choice. They're so in bed. Do you want a good movie? Yakuza. Did their Venom movie broke? So I was gonna. I was gonna talk about um, Satan. Not right. No. Satan isn't a real entity. No. He's barely. Well. Quote unquote barely mentioned in the Bible, but it's not even. It's uh, what is it? Sat, Satan. Lowercase S A T A N. Santan Brewing that Company. Basically means somebody who is like a. Uh, um, like, what do you call it? Somebody who's just an opposer, right? An opposing force. It could be right. a person. It could be an object. It could be. Well, a then thing, you have the accuser, that, and or well, the accuser. And, and yes. This this idea of Satan mm-hmm. for the uh, the recent understanding that we have of it is is a recent construct. It's Actually, I found that... it right here. Satan means, or Satan, the lowercase means, an agent of obstruction or punishment. Right. That's now, how it was. Now, here's the truth. That can lie this. within everybody. This could be a the, part of your own. You know. Within the, the, the culture of Judaism, which is where all this originates from. Um, hey, Judaism. There is, no, there is nothing that really opposes God except for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this, this thought of the devil or, or Lucifer or the morning star Lucifer's or whatever. Lucifer's only mentioned once. Right. Uh, in Isaiah fourteen twelve, and uh, mm-hmm. that's in the New King James Version or whatever the version. Well, and and for but me, that's a really. I bad like to example. call Venus Lucifer when I look at the sky. The Messianics, <laughs> I think, did the best job of collecting all of the writings together and mm-hmm. um, putting them all into one book. Um, and they not have many a lot books, of, right? Not there's not at least not as many separations, but. <laughs> But it's a very large collection in comparison with everyone else's writings. And the reason why is because it doesn't matter where it's sourced from. If it was written from that time period, they include it as a book. But they also they also don't consider it quite the way that that Christians do. They which is the weirdest thing. They don't so, look at it as a like do they not look at it as like the divine inspired word of God? Or do they look at it as like uh, like the the Library of Alexandria? They look at it as a combination of both of those things to a point. Okay. Um, within Less the culture, to the, the inerrant word of God? or It's a collection of stories yeah. that are meant for reflection. Mm-hmm. There are some parts of it that are accurate historically. There are some parts of it that are totally not accurate historically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And should not be taken as such. Okay. And it's not taught this way. Oh, are, they, are they supposed to be taken as metaphorical, or are they just complete bullshit? Just it to depends kind of on who you are. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason why in, within messianic culture is a little bit different, and and I believe that this was the intent of that religion, of, of the real intent of of Esau or Yeshua. There, Jesus. That's not pronounceable at the time period. By the way, guys. I'm is that something they Hebrew. just? J didn't exist till the 16th century, mm-hmm. so it was Yeshua or Esau. Esau was the name of Jesus from back in that time period. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I don't know if you know this, but um, that time period from 13 to 30 mm-hmm. was spent in India yeah. to keep him yeah. safe. I was just going to ask you how you felt about Buddhist Jesus. Oh, <laughs> it's a part of my culture yeah. and heritage. Like there's yeah. a, a messianic province in India that exists mm-hmm. to this day where it's safe to be a Christian, a Muslim, or a Hindu, whatever you want to do there. Um, 
no violence is tolerated. Mm -hmm. If you do get violent, those people get violent and they're trained to do it. Um, they specialize in it. All messianics have within them five basic groups. It's based similarly on the Indian caste system, but only loosely. Um, within the messianic culture, you're either a warrior and a historian. Warrior! That's come my, on, that's come my on. class. Hey. Now I'm going to have uh, In the City by Joe Walsh, and, and later the Eagle stuck in my head for the rest of the night. You you're can uh, choose yep. the path of a spiritualist. Um, spiritualist! Right, come which out is and a play! Leadership. <laughs> do that every time. I'm going to talk the spirit. <laughs> you, can be, uh, you can be someone who manages and maintains resources or a keeper. Mm -hmm. This is someone who keeps the books, keeps the goods, makes sure we have food and water. Now, if the keeper is also trained in hunting, but not like with spears or, or guns right, or anything like right. that, would he be a trapper keeper? He would be a trapper keeper. Trapper keeper. Awesome. And then uh, next to that, you can be a healer. Mm -hmm. And then beyond healing, um, you can be an artisan. What our job specifically is to do is to call TV timeouts whenever people get crazy mm -hmm. and remind them we will kick all of your asses if you go too nuts with the spiritual shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and also to make sure that no one alters any of the documents. Okay. And you're talking about within your own... Within site. our own culture. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and the reason for this is so that it persists throughout the ages. Because you're going to be persecuted by some group or another. That group is going to come after you if you have anything close to remotely the truth going on. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're about trying to allow people to believe whatever they want. Whether it's for your group or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, which always comes back to there's never a complete reliance on a god. There's a reliance on fighters, right? Protecting, right? And in in the messianic doctrine, uh, the the warrior group themselves have never really have never really subscribed to the whole uh, wispy, yeah, yeah, the wispy wizardry magical aspect of it. Yeah. But they're also the ones that have documented the most magical events happening. Hmm. Um, battles suddenly going toward our favor. Um, people having a change of heart suddenly. Hmm. Um, folks who were ready to burn down the countryside looking for witches just deciding to go on vacation instead. Hmm. Um, so we've seen some things that just kind of make you wonder what the hell is really going on here. Right. Which is like why... what we were talking about in the first couple of episodes about how we've seen some shit. And we're not sure what it is or we what can't happened, put a label but we on can't it. we can't dismiss it. Right. So basically, they they've got these documents that they're not sh they're not going to put a hundred percent faith that something supernatural or something magical did happen. But they're also not going to dismiss it. Sure. They're going to keep it as a, a document of what happened. Right. This and is an event. This is what we recorded, and you got to take it for the face value of what happened at the time. And mm -hmm. one of the things that they discuss a lot in messianic culture, which they do not discuss at all in any other culture that I'm aware of, is evolving the language for the time. So when these mm. stories were originally told, when you told a story back in the day, it, it was an animated thing. You sat mm -hmm. around the fire, there was a stick drawing that went with it so you could describe each of the things visually for mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Where are our damn stick drawings for exactly. all this crap? There was there was basically all these stories that were told. They've been modified over time by the last person who told the story mm -hmm. to make it more interesting for the group they're telling you. Well, to. and our current Bible version was compiled by the what is it the uh, Nicaea? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. What am I talking about? What's it? Uh, small. The your small brain fart gave me a brain fart. Commission. Yes, a small group of, of scholarly monks. But it was through Constantine, right? Yeah. Who 
wanted basically a, a way of combining uh, certain cultures in the area that he was trying to conquer. But it's always going to come back so, down to it, it's, it's political to a degree. You're political. You're political. Your face is political. political. It's survival. Your friend's mom's yeah. political. It's survival. Yeah. Because the LARPs have been taken so seriously, they will kill yeah, in and, droves for it. So because they're taking it that seriously, you have to do the logical thing and construct a new LARP that everyone will play along with. Yeah. So it's got to have rules that are kind of free amongst them all. Mm -hmm. um, it's got to have constraints, and it's got to have celebrations, and it's got to have reflections, and it's got to have hymns. And it's got to have celebrations that and take place. And it's got to have all that extra crap. celebrations. Right, all that, <laughs> Stealing all that stuff you love when it comes to the lives, you know? And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and the only thing that I, I can say that I hope for, uh, for all the other religions, I mean, I can be atheist, agnostic, whatever. I can be iffy on the question of God, because I am Lohim Hashem, which is warrior of God, right? Mm -hmm. What that means is that um, it's okay for me to question because under our guidelines, that's what we're here for. We're exploring the fringes. Mm -hmm. um, it's expected that I'm not to take a messianic wife. I'm to find a wife from another culture, mm -hmm. right? Um, the current one I'm interested in, um, she hails from a more Wicca background. Mm -hmm. um, which I find intriguing. They're a very peaceful culture. They've come to our aid throughout the centuries to make sure we weren't annihilated, as we have done for them every time things go crazy and they want to kill off all the Wiccas. It's like, what the fuck for? You get your pot from that guy, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's about trying to not be bored. And we've come to a point where now we can actually measure shit, and it's more interesting to find out what's we real. We found out that my dick is bigger than a Higgs boson. Exactly. Yay! We measured it for real. We measured right? it correctly this time. And that's the yeah. thing is that um, because we now I have, didn't I didn't have to slam it into another Higgs penis. We have, we have enough people, but it's connected at the tips. Right? Oh, and, and we've kissing. managed to also not burn the books this time around, yeah. right? Because every yeah. couple hundred years we like to lose our shit and, and burn, burn all books. of our yeah, just throw away all of our old knowledge. Start over. Or not, right? Uh, whether it was valuable or not, um, yeah. And and we've lost. But there can't be any opposing views. Otherwise, people might not believe the things that I believe, and then I can't have this camaraderie with these people. And then we would have to be at opposed uh, ends because we are different. Mm -hmm. Unless you can find a way to be similar while still being different. I, yeah, and that is in, in life the challenge. That we're and that's what we've encountered today. What what frightens me though is that the brain trust of the world. You know, it, it, it seemed to have not done its fucking job, right? Like, we look up to these scientists, they're mm -hmm. fuck-ups. How in the hell <laughs> but does that's anyone... Science. Okay, but how in the hell does anyone have access to a nuclear launch code for real? <laughs> right. So, if I'm the guy who made the nuclear bomb, mm -hmm. I'm going to gather the other scientists in a room. Yeah. I'm I'm a, told them I'm it's lock this, the door. Yes, but it's this is not somebody, this. I'm going to lock the door, I'm going to light up a doom, and I'm going to be like, okay... Do you gentlemen and ladies realize what we are being asked to do? Mm -hmm. We're being asked to construct a weapon that may annihilate not just our enemy, but us all. Mm -hmm. What do you guys want to do about this? Are we going to give it to them? Or are we going to give it to them once and then never let them have the truth again? Yeah. If I'm Leo Zillard and I came up with the nuclear chain reaction, Mm -hmm. I never say a fucking word about it. 
I go to Einstein's house. I tell him it's possible. Mm-hmm. And when he says we need to write a letter to the president before the Germans figure it out, I take a step back. I grab a glass of wine, and I think, are those Nazis really going to figure this shit out, or are they going to keep pissing up a flagpole? And the truth is, they would have been pissing up a flagpole for another hundred years. They were nowhere fucking near close mm-hmm. until asshole opened his mouth and yep. unlocked the nuclear genie. And then all it took was for a Russian to steal it before everyone in the fucking world now has a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Even Kim Jong fucking noon. And we're out there policing the world, and we're the only ones that used it. As a soldier, I can tell you, I want to die looking at the man who's going to kill me, not from some stupid bomb launch from... No. Yeah. If you got the brass to come fight me, come fight me for real. Right. All right? I would rather go back to fists and rocks than do what we're doing now. Club you over the head. It's straight up bullshit, you know? Because, and honestly, if you really, really, really feel passionately about it, then you take yourself as a leader of that country and go fight that country's leader. There are some very peaceful cultures who started out with, if there was going to be a war, the leaders of of the tribe would go in and fight each other. Leading up. Well, shit, I'm not even going to say that. Nobody else fought. It was just two people. Or you could pick a champion. That. I'm not going to yeah. say George Washington was perfect, but he he did the, he rode in the battle. He led from the front. We yeah. used to do that. We used yeah. to do that. But not historically has it always been that way. Yeah. Most kings will send however many people to die on their behalf. How's the game of chess played? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you hold your king very, yep. very, very far back, and you do the best you can to protect mm-hmm. that bastard, too. I'm usually... Tapping on a bishop. So. <laughs> oh man! I myself I like, like to. I myself <laughs> like to liberate a pawn across and get a second queen going. That'll fuck your head up. <laughs> I was happy with myself the other day because I actually beat the computer oh, on nice. chess. Nice. The the laptop so we get it work. Yeah. It's like I had a minute and I played a quick game of chess and I won and I'm like, hey, I'm better than this computer at chess. <laughs> I mean. The odds. Okay, play Sophia so, next. So far, okay. no. So far, it's one zero. Right. So I don't know what the odds are gonna be like. They could have been a fluke, but I beat that fucking computer. Hell yeah. So I'm not playing again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we what? did a. Basically, this episode has been a big so lead up. So on your blast. It's been a big lead up and a big tease to next week's episode. A big tease to my. Where we theorize juicy, the fuck out of asshole. everything. And, 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 and he's gonna do stuff with this <laughs> juicy butthole. Yes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we may or may not like it. We may poo poo that shit. Yeah. And then the ghosts will move it. Yes. Pushing it. Um, but you know what? Um, we were talking a little bit about, um, like, ghosts when we were talking about ghosts moving shit so like we and then it, again we were talking earlier about uh what may be what it may be that ghosts are when they manifest like chuck setting like, up more of a tease for the next episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit so but yeah, yeah so we'll let's get do to that. that let's let's end on that or is we're ending on that note well no well, no let's let's get his opinion on that and then no 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 leave everybody hanging no, i'm just kidding no we're gonna leave <laughs> everybody hanger. we're gonna leave everybody hanging on I'm kidding. No, we're still here. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that I question is, you know, is this something that is a type of creature that exists here that we just don't know? Mm. In another higher dimension, moving at a higher vibration that we can't even see this thing. It's very possible. And that's the problem with us looking out to uh, other planets for life. We're looking for life as we know it. Right. What if there are types of life that we don't understand yet that may even coexist here with us? 
and it exists in yeah. abundance elsewhere, and we don't even see it. Worse than that, what if we actually find something like us? We just fucked up because we're gonna come. They're gonna come here and kick our yeah. ass. Yeah. I mean, what's if we our find instinct? We're gonna go kick it. We ass. don't know what it is. Drop a bomb on it. No, everyone drag it in the lab and figure it out. Convince me because now there for sure is something else out there, and as bad as humans are, it's possible. Humans that can't deal with worse. humans. Right now. Like, yeah. What makes think us think we could deal with another species? I saw you know? Bright. Nobody liked the orcs. And oddly yeah. enough, uh, Carl Good for Sagan, him being the first cop. Carl yeah. Sagan, of his kind. which is uh, Dr. Tyson's mentor, Sagan. thought yes. it was a good fucking idea to send Voyager 1 and 2 out with all of our details, the motherfuckers. Now, am I the only person who wants to go get those motherfuckers back? Well, yeah. he, he basically sent the keys to our house out there no, into the universe. You blow that shit out the sky or go back and get we that We found shit. it. Fucking jackass. They were high on acid. Yeah. Okay, and they thought this was a good idea because it was going, the 60s and everyone yeah. was getting it's, laid. We're, we're, yeah. we're all about peace and love. Surely these other species that are more advanced, and I'm, I'm totally like pantomiming a fucking stoner, like Ray, <laughs> stoner Ray Charles that can see. Um, <laughs> Heroin, quaaludes, and acid. Yeah. Because marijuana will make you think clearly about that one. So, no. clear, <laughs> surely they're going to be as peaceful as us if right. they can traverse the stars. Dude, I don't trust the pizza guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think but, I'm going to trust the fucking aliens? But who's to say, though? There, there may be species that they just don't understand that. Or maybe their ancestors understood war, but they're already to a point where that's beyond them. That's true, but the second they make it out the neighborhood, they're gonna have a rude awakening. Oh, fuck, I know. They, they get here, especially uh, the the real hardcore American type. They're gonna be like, blow it out in the sky! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious, gonna... there's the stories of the people shooting down drones yeah. because they were afraid of the drone. It's Kill like, it! Drag it into a rabbit and dissect it! <laughs> From Something biological that yeah. actually starts talking to you. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I can see, you know, feces flying out of jeans real fast, as well as, you know, bullets flying toward the... Yeah. I'm going to want to be like, hey, man, uh, can you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> no, look, I can... Do you realize what you just fucking did? These assholes are crazy. Oh. <laughs> Is your ship... It's, it's, these guns that we have, is it going to be able to take that? Yeah? Okay. I'm getting on your ship. Yeah, and we're getting the fuck out of here, and I'm going to yeah. tell you everything you need to know about Earth so you never come back. Yeah, because like, you, you, just your presence alone, so visible, has fucked everything up. So, mass taking hysteria. Us, taking us At the same time, time, it would be a cleansing, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. It might be a good thing. Yeah. It might be a good thing, because I'll tell you, thing. I really want to take the warning labels off of shit and see what happens for a while. Right. Right. Like, the one that says, don't drink Wipe bleach. out all the... Yeah, like, same thing with firearms. Like, dude, if you handle a loaded firearm and you shoot yourself, nature took its course. Yep. Yeah. Darwin Award. Here you go. Honestly, <laughs> I, I genuinely believe that. Like, I, I wouldn't if, call myself conservative or liberal, but say, I, I guess I would have some ideas of both. What I want is function, yeah. and and we've just taken nature out of the equation. Well, it's like that, uh, if you're dumb enough to give an eight-year-old an Uzi, or Jim. don't be surprised you got shot in the head because of the kickback. Isn't, she's not strong enough to handle that gun. Now you don't get to make more of them, like yourself. Yeah. So it, you did us all a favor, and it, it's kind of crude to think like that, but we as humans, you know, we need to start considering the amount of resources we have available mm -hmm. oh, yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, one of the things that's interesting... We're going to run it out eventually. Right. For if, sure. if somebody doesn't know that it's not a good idea to eat crushed up light bulbs... <laughs> or Tide Pods. Right, Tide Pods, right. the latest fucking thing. Sniffing the up Tide condoms Pod up their nose was the last glass. one, I think. Yeah. To, you know? paraphrase, uh, to paraphrase Marina Antoinette, let them eat Tide Pods. Yeah. Let them eat soap. 
Let them let them eat glass. Let them eat whatever but the hell I mean, will kill them. That kind of goes towards my also my uh, idea that like all drugs should be free. Sure. Not free, but like legal. Legal. Possessible. Um. Well, the the, all the crime all should be your misuse of it to where it hurts that. others. That's that's it. Well, where the where it infringes that, upon others is where. Well, and that's the way everything should to be. Exclude liability based on being intoxicated, which you can't. Hmm. Yeah. In, in my opinion. If you're intoxicated, it's the same liability as if you were sober. If you can't conduct yourself, yeah. then don't. Yeah. And you should have, in, in your right mind, when you're sober, you should not even do that shit. Most folks, you know, when, when they, they are planning to get wasted, they make certain preparations. Mm-hmm. Preparations. The last time yeah. I I'm going to Uber home super, and not super, kill super anybody on the road. Exactly. <laughs> the last time I got super drunk here, mm-hmm. you I mean, stayed. I stayed, well, long enough for me to not be drunk anymore. Yes. Precisely. Yeah. Which like, is a measurable thing. You know, I don't really... Well, then there's the honorable thing. Yeah. As a species that, that that you would assume would want to care about its species, one should be like, he's drunk. He, he At this point, he doesn't understand. I don't... We haven't I, evolved I that should, far yet. We're almost there. We're yeah. in that process I, right now, I think. And that's yeah. one of the things that's painful is... is you know, we haven't recognized that we're in the evolutionary process. Well, the best way to kickstart something and, and to experience it is to... Um, cause that effect in another. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Because if they're experiencing it, they're likely to cause others to experience it and cause cause you to experience it, you know, to do it back. And people don't get that. They're too empathy. greedy. Yeah. Right. You have to have right. a degree of empathy to well, be able like, to absorb you, that. And you make remember it Xander? Sure. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I mean, even before then, but even just because of what happened to him, mm-hmm. I would never get behind a wheel of a car drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just, now, granted, there are people that... Now, for the record, for those of you who don't know Xander, Xander was not the person who was intoxicated. No, no, he Someone was else not. ran over him, but this was oh, sure. definitely... Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the sober situation driving was, his he motorcycle. Was, he was sober driving his motorcycle, got hit by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But so, it, it, it showed... We lost that's where that person's poor choices. Place, yeah, yeah, we lost not only that, we lost the ginger Jesus, for Christ's right. sake. And this, a, man, this man was someone who was uh, an awesome individual... Um, no, if he was the it. first person to make first contact, I think we we'd all have a hell of a shot yeah. with these guys. Yeah. They'd be like, "Hey, the Earthlings are cool." Yeah. They they'd get the wrong impression and get fucked over real Don't fast. Don't talk to them. Also, you talk to me. I'm the ambassador to these idiots <laughs> down here. I'm gonna make things right between our species. The thing about it too is that I found interesting is that he was a, a member of a religion that was on the fringe. Sure, not in the mat. And I'm not. I'm not talking like he was. Wasn't he a Nordic, right? Uh, hmm. He he was he believed in. He was a Nordic alien. He was a Norse. I'm kidding. Norse. Yeah, he was. He, he believed in the Norse religion. Cool. I don't. Th- I don't know if he was to the point. I mean, perhaps they have the same type of attitude about it. Is the the ideas are good and the allegories are good, but there's no deity. It's a LARP. Sometimes yeah. that's so. That's all that's needed. It's it's, yeah. a, it's it's a way to frame your but your year. Just to, I mean, just to say, like, it wasn't some mainstream. Like everybody thinks, oh, if you're you're a Christian and you're the good guy who knows how to handle situations. No, this dude was on top of his shit and could probably talk to anybody and have them be there, be his friend. You yeah. know what I mean? So. And he now lives in the halls of Valhalla. Yes. At that note, we are going to wrap up this episode. Like I wrap this up my very, dick when I this, fuck a this chicken. This very long episode, which we'll top in the next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, Easily. You'll have to edit it. We could, we, could do, we could do three episodes. I mean, if, if you would like to be on the show three weeks in a row. Yeah. If you wouldn't get tired of, uh, of hearing your voice. I'd like to be we a, will a have regular you on contributor. Awesome. Time Let's time. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say so, yes. Yay. Ow. We have, we have a t- our top quark, Nate. <laughs> 
Go figure, my mic dies. All right, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Have yourselves a merry little Christmas. And we'll be back again on Chuck's mic. Yay. <laughs> you almost kissed me. With more Nate on the next episode of Learning the Curse with Adam and Chuck. And Nate. And Nate. Peace out.